listening to the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast hosted by Independence Institute. On this podcast, you'll hear from the experts at Independence Institute talk about the issues important to Colorado and how to bring some sanity to this increasingly leftist state. Talk radio is not quite dead, but it's aging fast. By me, John Caldera, published January 28th, 2024. I must have hit that age. Nostalgia keeps overtaking me. I remember a Colorado that had thriving competitive newspapers in every city, along with equally thriving local radio to keep them in check. There was a time when local radio was big. Colorado and the Front Range in particular had some of the most competitive radio wars in the country due to more stations than similarly sized metro areas. The Federal Communications Commission allocated radio frequencies very miserly so one station's broadcast wouldn't bleed into another. And since the Front Range market was so far away from other big urban markets, we had more radio real estate available. Hard to have a local talk radio in New York without it spilling over into New Jersey. That wasn't the problem here. And Colorado stations wove their way into our communities. You spent time with those local guys on radio. Love them, hate them, but you end up spending hours a day with them. Recently, we lost one of the greatest as the voice of the University of Colorado Buffaloes and the Denver Broncos, Larry Zimmer, passed away. I remember as a kid, my old man turning down the sound on the TV set during the Bronco games and turning on 85KOA, along with most other Bronco fans, to listen to Bob Martin and Larry Zimmer call the game. There were no better in the business. Bronco fans brought portable radios into Mile High Stadium to hear their analysis as they watched the game live. When the Broncos had their first magic Super Bowl season in 1976, Bob and Larry provided the soundtrack for the entire state. Radio had a special bond with Coloradans then, especially talk radio. Talk radio was a powerhouse of communication and the virtual town square where Colorado-centric politics and issues were hammered out. And unlike modern anonymous social media hate speech, you knew who was saying what. We were fortunate to have Mike Rosen as our conservative talk radio host for decades. At one point, every metro area was required, it seemed by law, to have at least one conservative host. Most were Rush Limbaugh wannabes yelling insults into the microphone. Rosen, by contrast, was a calm man of reason with a penchant for argumentation. He was devastating. Argumentation and logic are no longer taught in schools, which is one of the major reasons no one can have a conversation about politics without being called racist or stupid these days. Mike's airwave counterbalance was Pete Boyles, who also took on local politics in a much more emotional yet ferocious way. For decades, these two masters of talk would take on Denver's political powers-to-be, including the mainstream media. Most importantly, they conquered local and state issues. Election and ballot issues were often won or lost by their influence because they had such large audiences back then. Here's what makes talk radio so powerful. It is immediate and spontaneous at its very core. That's the very opposite of a newspaper or the centrally planned national public radio. 
If you disagree with someone on NPR, you can write them a letter, and maybe, if the people you are criticizing allow it, an edited version of your argument might be read on air. By contrast, when a talk show host says something stupid, any truck driver with a cell phone can challenge him right there, right then. That caller has access to the exact same airwaves as the host and in real time. Without being edited, he gets as much wattage behind his voice. Could, could you imagine what Colorado Public Radio might be with that kind of format? Don't worry, they'll never risk the loss of control. Alas, that was then, and this is now. Talk radio isn't quite dead, but it's aging fast. Radio stations today are mostly owned by hedge funds. To squeeze money, local voices take a backseat to syndicated shows that care nothing for Colorado issues. And with podcasts and so many other choices for audio entertainment, folks are hesitant to put up with 15 minutes of ads an hour. Quite simply, Coloradans no longer really tune into talk radio. There is still quality talk radio in Denver, but the golden age is over. And with it goes the accountability and the citizen power over most local issues when we need it the most. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a like and consider sharing it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can catch our newest episodes. For more content from Independence Institute, go to thinkfreedom.org. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.